Welcome to the Choose Life Radio Network. Your host is Jill Taylor. Every week we bring you a candid conversation with someone who's making a difference for the cause of life. And now here's Jill to introduce today's guest on Choose Life Radio. Welcome to Choose Life Radio. I'm Jill Taylor, your host today. This is our chance to bring Ann Byler back and have a second time to talk with her because last week her interview was so poignant. We really want to have you hear the rest of it. Ann Byler, she's the comeback kid as far as I'm concerned, best known as Auntie Ann, and that's because of her incredible soft pretzels. So if you have ever eaten Auntie Ann's pretzels, you know you're talking about somebody who had, was a major marketer as well. So let's talk briefly here first about your books, Ann. Welcome back, and thank you for being with us. Thank you, Jill, for this opportunity. It's my joy. So you've written The, the Secret Lies Within and also Twist of Faith. Can you tell us right. a little bit about those two books? Uh, the Twist of Faith was written uh, about 10 years ago, and it's really my life story, our life story, I should say, Jonas and myself. And then I just launched The Secret Lies Within October of last year. And The Secret Lies Within is more of a how-to book. It's an inside-out look at overcoming trauma and finding purpose in the pain that we experience. And The Secret Lies, it's a twofold message. I believe many lies, <laughs> mm-hmm. and also the secrets lie within our own hearts, and we actually can uh, unlock that. So the secret lies within. If you're really struggling, I feel like it's a great book to pick up to kind of uh, if you need to navigate through your own secrets and trauma and pain. And what gave you the courage to be so vulnerable with your readers? Because you really are. You're going to hear, when you read those pages, you're going to feel like she's your best friend and you want to reach out and fix something for her because it's so intimate. Well, in short, Jill, I know what it's like to live in darkness. I know what that's like. Mm -hmm. And I know what it's like to live in the light. And when you live in the light, there are no boundaries. There are no boundaries. And I have found such freedom <laughs> in sharing my story that I cannot describe. So it's really not hard for me to be vulnerable because I experienced the complete opposite of that for seven years of the abuse. And then years after that, that I really never talked about what happened to me. I love the person that says that, um, to bring all of your deeds into the light. And if we do that, then we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Christ cleanses us from all sin. So there's really, when we live in the light, there are no boundaries there. And as I share my story, I, the light gets brighter and brighter, and my world gets bigger and bigger mm-hmm. in my heart. It's, it's my heart world. So it's easy for me to share my story now, even though, even though, let me back up and say, the first time I made my confession to my husband, was the hardest thing I had ever done up to that point. Yeah. So I understand when we're stuck in our secrets and pain, and we feel like nobody will understand us. Well, to give a recap here of what we're talking about, Anne had the loss, a very tragic loss, at a young age as a parent of a very small child, one and a half year old, little Angie, is that correct? Was that her name? That's correct, yes. And, sweet Angie. Yeah, sweet Angie. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, so in that pain, she had a comfort from a pastor that should have been what normal pastors should be doing, just 
saying words of comfort, finding scripture, helping them connect to other people who may have had those issues. But instead, she was blindsided and taken advantage of. And I just want to say that there are women in churches sitting today who have been taken advantage of, not necessarily by the pastor, maybe by another congregant, maybe by someone that, that does has nothing to do with your church. Mm-hmm. But the reality is we have to be people in Christ Church that allow the story to come out and not force people to shove that back down and don't deal mm-hmm. with it because mm-hmm. we really know that God wants us healed. He wants us to see him differently. And the worst thing that can happen is if someone sees God as they see the person who's been hurting them. Mm-hmm. And so that's not God at all. <laughs> so let's pick you back up at that point. Again, you, you mentioned The Secret Lies Within, a great book, and Twist of Faith, and I'm really going to recommend our listeners go back to that after we talk. So every hidden pain, something that we are not allowed to talk about, causes an mm-hmm. individual to go deeper and deeper and submerged almost in water, and they can't yeah, swim. Yeah. So did yeah. you feel you'd rather die than continue oh. to live? Oh, oh, there was no hope for me, Jill. Honestly, I had no hope for tomorrow. You know, um, James 5.16 says, if you confess your faults, your sins, your failures, your struggles, whatever it is, you're just confess them to one another, you'll be healed. And I believe that the one to another confession is what I call that, is the highest form of communication. Because as we talk about what's going on in our life, we truly connect to one another. Now, Dr. Richard Dobbins says that Satan builds his strongholds in the secrets of our lives, and then he reinforces them by silence. But when we break the stronghold, when we begin to talk, then we break the silence. Mm -hmm. I I love that quote by Doc because it really describes what happens to us as we begin to keep secrets. We're Mm -hmm. building a stronghold. And Proverbs 6.5 says that, Set yourself free like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter and like a bird from the snare of the fowler. It's really, Jill, it's really up to me to open up my, my heart and to begin to speak, to take my voice back and begin to confess, to talk, to share my story, to share my struggles. And that's what I did the day I went to tell Jonas that I was one of those women. And I could never have known or even anticipated his response to me. Later in the day, he came to me and he said, we need to talk about what you just said to me. This was hours later. And I was so nervous because I didn't know where he was. I didn't know, what is, is it coming back to the house? But hours later, he came back to the house. And we talked that night. And then he told me, he said, "Hun, I know that you've been unhappy, but I thought it was because Angie was gone. He said, I really want you to be happy. So if you need to go, please don't leave a note on the dresser in the middle of the night. If you need to go, then just tell me. We'll talk about it and we'll plan it together and we'll find you a place. But I want you to know if you need to go, then you need to take your girls with you because they need their mom. Now, you cannot know what that meant to me at that point because I felt like a bad mom, a bad person. I had nothing to give. I, I just, but that, that line sparked hope in the very 
steps of my soul. Yeah. That one single, hard, I want to call it brutal, embarrassing, shameful confession to my husband changed the trajectory of my entire life moving forward. Yeah. I cannot tell you it was an easy <laughs> from that point on until we finally got our lives together again. It was a hard road. But I was determined when I knew that he he still believed in me. Mm-hmm. He still loved me. He didn't even tell me at that moment that he forgave me. You gotta read the book to get yeah. all the details. Yeah. But that moment changed my future, the life of my family. Without that one single confession, mm. I want to tell you, there would be no Auntie Anne today. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. So you never know what that secret that you're holding in your heart. You don't know what it's keeping you from. Mm-hmm. But one thing sure is that we never fulfill the purposes that God has for us as long as we carry these deep, dark secrets in our lives because God wants to bring us into the light. Secrets keep us in darkness. Confession brings us into the light. Right. It's where God lives. It's where he wants us to be and enjoy fellowship with him and one another. I think one of the things that I'm hearing that I would imagine as a as a believer, as a Christian, and all my life being in church is that it's so weird to me that the pastor would be the way he was. Mm. That's not the norm. It's not what we find Mm -mm. all the time by any matter of means. But we are in a world where there are people who give in to Satan, and they can't get enough. They want more. Mm -hmm. They want more. And so Mm -hmm. we have to be wise. We have to understand that it's not our fault that that someone (laughs) clubbed us over the head, literally, with an emotional time. And we have to be willing to go to the person we trust. And that's really what marriage is about, don't you think, Anne? It's about being there for each other when we're most in need. Absolutely. And when you find yourself in these very, very dark places, you know, you feel like you're in a trap. And it's very hard for couples uh, to actually communicate on these subjects together. So that's why, you know, it's so important that you find Christian counseling, a great counselor. I always go for recommended counselors. I went to Doc because someone recommended him to me. And I will never forget the day I sat in his office, Jill, and he told me, he said, and, and after my abuse, then I struggled in my marriage and and their uh, abuse often leads to then a legitimate le- affair. I mean, you find yourself so broken and so messed up emotionally, physically, sexually, that the abuse often takes us into other things that only harm us. And when I went to see Dr. Richard Dobbins, he looked at me, squaring my face, squaring my eyes, right into my eyes, and he said, Anne, I want you to know that none of what happened to you was your fault. Wow. And I had lived by that time for 20 years, believing all of it was my fault. (laughs) When he said that to me, I recognized that as truth. So I want people that have been abused, I want you to know it should never have happened to you. And it's not your fault. And that will give you the courage then to begin to talk about what you've experienced, and to share your story. 
That's fantastic. That's a, it's great advice. And we're going to take a quick break and come right back for the rest of the story that we want to hear. For certain, we want to hear about the development of Annie Ann's soft pretzels and how that became such a success. Thanks for joining us today for the conversation here on Choose Life Radio. We are a listener-supported ministry. Your tax-deductible gift today helps educate hearts and minds on God's wondrous provision of life. If you'd like to send a generous gift and help us continue broadcasting on this station, you can visit our website, chooseliferadio.com. Click on the Donate button and follow the directions. You can give online, or if you're more comfortable, simply mail us a check. Our P.O. box is listed on the website. Choose Life Radio focuses on the sanctity of human life from conception. And your kind and generous gift today, well, it makes this broadcast a reality. When you make your gift, please indicate the call letters of this station. And while you're visiting ChooseLifeRadio.com, we'd love to hear from you in other ways. You can email Jill directly or connect through social media. And remember, all of our past broadcasts are available to you as podcasts in our archive section. So visit today, ChooseLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Choose Life Radio. Today we're dealing with a subject that uh, will rarely be heard on Christian radio, but Ann Byler has been willing to share her deepest pain and how God protected her and her marriage. There's nothing easy about sharing this, nor is there anything easy about living through it. But just in case you are with us today and this story is making you cry out loud, bringing tears to your eyes, causing you to wonder if you could stop something that's happening in your own life. I just ask that you find someone that you can trust, that you can talk with. God knows you, and God wants to heal you and protect you. He loves you with real love that's eternal. So welcome back now to Choose Life Radio and Please think about going to our website, chooseliferadio.com. And in case you missed Anne's story last week, it is certainly part of the story you're hearing today. So be sure you go back to the podcast and listen to that as well. That's chooseliferadio.com. Anne, tell us um, about this incredible gift you had of making the pretzel stores be so, so successful. Tell us where you started and how it ended. So pretzels were really not in my history at all. And uh, growing up in the farm, I was the baker uh, and the cook. I helped my mom in the kitchen and did a lot of baking. So I loved baking, but I never made a pretzel until I was 40. So it wasn't something that I thought, oh, one day I'm going to have a pretzel uh, that's going to go around the world (laughs) that would never have dreamed. But coming out of our darkness, which we've talked about in your last episodes, and uh, never knowing in our pain what God had planned. There's, you know, you really cannot know in your pain. You, you can't know because we don't hope and we don't dream. But you cannot know what God has planned for you or what he has in store for you. And so Auntie Anne's really came as a complete surprise to us. And uh, we had lived in Texas for 10 years and had experienced all this craziness and uh, moved back to Pennsylvania with no money. When I say no money, we had $25 to our name, no bank account, no CDs, no IRAs, nothing. So we had $25 cash. We had begun to uh, do marriage counseling in while we lived in Texas because Jonas studied with Dr. Richard Dobbins. It was a correspondent at the time. And uh, we began to understand the power of counseling and how it can change people's lives. 
And so we just became passionate about helping people the way God had helped us through counseling as well. So went back to Pennsylvania with no money. And within a, a week or two, we began, uh, went back to our original uh, community in Lancaster County. And everybody kind of heard that we're home and that Jonas is doing counseling. And immediately he was busy doing marriage counseling as a free service to the Amish and Mennonite people there. That's what took me into the workforce. And so I said to him one day, I'm going to have to find a job. So that you can do this and so that we have some money in the bank. And so we did. And I went to work for a, uh, a gentleman who owned a farmer's market stand making soft pretzels. I, I got to say this very fast. So I worked for seven months and had the opportunity after that to buy our own store at another farmer's market where they were selling pretzels again. And it just seemed like pretzels was in, in the plan. But we certainly didn't realize what, what it meant at that time. So I went to work, Jill, mainly, basically to make a living so that Jonas could do counseling service free of charge. And the, the good part about all that was that Auntie Anne's was created during, that was when we started. And for over 10 years, Auntie Anne's fully funded Jonas's counseling center, which became a very professional counseling center. We started out of our home and he was a layman's counselor, but then we ended up with a very professional center and we had all kinds of counseling with psychiatrists, we had doctors, and we were able to do for 10 years, able to do that fully funded by Aunt Anne's. Great joy, totally surprised us. We had no idea that God was that big. It was huge <laughs> for us. And we began selling pretzels in, in our local area. And then less than three years later, we were in a number of states and less than five years, we were in California and across that country. And that same year, we ended up going halfway around the world to Jakarta, Indonesia. <laughs> and that's where Auntie Anne started. And today, Auntie Anne is in 49 states and in 24 countries, $850 million in annual sales. Wow. Wow. Who in the world would have believed that? <laughs> Pretzels. <laughs> uh, you, could, could you dream about that and, and find that? No. I mean, maybe some people could, but we certainly couldn't. We didn't. <laughs> yeah. And this was a, everybody got involved. All the family got involved to oh, some degree. Uh-huh. All the family got involved, the friends that we knew. We were very local at that time. And people, we didn't even have to hire people. People came to us asking, saying, can we help you guys? Do you have a job for me? And that's the way we started. <laughs> tell, tell me about the recipe. You have something really fun in the in the book about the recipe that when you started your own, your own yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, correct, correct. So we had uh, we bought our own store after about six weeks of uh, trying to make the perfect pretzel. It was hopeless. I mean, honestly, we didn't realize at the time that there was some things about the flowers that we were using that were not proper. And um, so we were not able to crank out pretzels that I loved. And so one day I told Jonas, I'm just going to forget about pretzels. I'm going to sell ice cream and pizza, strombolis and drinks is what we had at that stand. And he said, well, before you give up on the pretzels, let me try something that I learned in the kitchen when I was at home with my mom. And he was also the baker in the family, which is unusual for an Amish family, but his mother was an invalid and he was the helper in the house. And so I said, well, hey, whatever, and go do whatever you think, but I'm done. And I was very, very frustrated with the product. He came back and we added some ingredients to to our recipe and uh, flowers and so on. And so by the time we made the first batch after he came back from the store, something miraculous and magical happened to the product. 
And I was first standing there waiting for it to finish baking. We pulled it out of the oven. We tasted this pretzel. I looked, we were the only two people in the store. We looked at each other and were like, wow, <laughs> this is amazing. We were just blown away. That was the beginning of Auntie Ann's Salt Pretzels. Never knew then that this was the beginning of a plan that God had. And, and the best part about our story, Jill, is the redemption. Mm-hmm. Jesus is a redeemer. God is the redeemer of our lives. There is no one else can fix us and help us and heal us. Yeah. Yeah, Except you're right. Him. People help us along the way. But ultimately, he is the healer. And when God began to put our marriage back together, and take us into this world that we knew nothing about. We started Auntie Anne's without the three critical components that you need when you start a company. We had no formal education. We had no business plan. And we had zero capital. <laughs> Auntie Anne's is, in fact, a modern-day business miracle. And if you don't believe in miracles, you've got to read my book. And hopefully, you'll, you'll start believing in miracles. Miracles is simply something that defies the odds. Yeah. It's simply put. And Auntie Anne defied the odds. But with God's help and great people around us, let me tell you, it was a journey that changed us forever. And it all started because of one very hard confession. Yeah. I, I think you even had to borrow the money to buy the first oh, uh, unit. <laughs> we went to my father-in-law. We didn't have the money. The price that was quoted to us, $6,000 when we made the call. Uh, when we found out we had the opportunity to buy a stand in a market, and uh, we always said we'd never be able to afford it. I, we can't afford a farmer's market stand. And so we called them, and uh, they said they wanted $6,000. Wow, that was, uh, that was a, a, a deal, we thought. So we bought it. We said to them, uh, yes, over the phone. I never looked at it, but the price was right. My spirit felt right. I hung up the phone, and I told Jonas, I don't even need to pray about this. This is what we need to do. And he said, well, go see my dad. He'll give you the money. I'm sure he will. <laughs> so we went to see his dad. And Pop, we called him Pop, gave us a check of $6,000. And I, Jill, it may as well have been $1 million. <sighs> I had never borrowed money in my life. I never asked for money in my life. It's just, you just don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, But we did. And Pop gave us the money. And we went to the people and gave them the check. And then we went to look at what we bought. So that will tell you a little bit about my business savvy. Yeah, you looked at what you I bought was. after you paid for it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm just saying, don't uh, do what I did. That's what we did. Well, I think everyone <laughs> would like to do what you did because you obviously did it with God's God's great wind behind you. He was breathing on you all the way. That's well, with God. Yeah, with God, all things, all, all things. Happen. That's uh, right. Are possible. And hard work is involved in that. Too. Yeah. Well, I just want to pull a few things out as we round round this bend here for those who uh, are listening and, and a part of this. First of all, I want to remind them that marriage is not going to be easy, but mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. God-ordained. And when you are in a marriage, you need to give everything you have to understand and care for the other person. That's one of the things that she's talked about today, that even even when we hear something that breaks our heart, we have to remember 
it's still our wife or it's still our husband and we want to be there for him. That's one. The other thing is how precious life is. And uh, mm-hmm. if, th- if there's someone who has lost a child or a grandchild, we understand, yeah. both of us, both Anne and I understand. And it's painful. And we just want you to know that God loves you and is is carrying you and holds that mm-hmm. child for you. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's mm-hmm. a pretty yeah. sweet thought. I love it. Yeah, he is. So we have been blessed with Ann Byler here, and you can find more out about her at AuntieAnnByler.com, A-U-N-T-I-E-A-N-N-E, Byler with an B-E-I-L-E-R.com. And that's where you can find more information and how to get her books, which are just fabulous. So get those books and they'll help you tremendously and you'll want to share it with someone else. And you may want to share this great interview that we've had. What a gift it is to have someone like you on our radio who is just really giving us the real story, Anne. It's it's just been so sweet. Thank you so much, Jill. I've just truly enjoyed my time with you. And I just want to say that speaking of marriage, marriage is God's idea. Marriage is a good idea, even today in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. You need each other. You can't, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't get through things alone. <laughs> And That's you right. really need somebody to come along and, and help pick up Absolutely. the pick up the work. Well, if you've missed any of this today, or if you didn't hear last week's great interview with Anne, I'd love you to go to chooseliferadio.com. Take a look at our website. Look at the podcast. There are lots of other wonderful people that we've had a chance to talk to. And you might just want to share one of those podcasts with a friend of yours or a family member of yours. We look forward to continuing to give you great stories. I really appreciate that you've been with me today, and I would love to hear from you. So contact me through the website, chooseliferadio.com. I'm Jill Taylor, and this is Choose Life Radio. The preceding program was sponsored by the Choose Life Radio Network of Canton, Ohio.